There's a reason why I've had four seven-figure bootcamp gyms. It's because of this intentionality um, and putting the work into there. There's reasons why we have challenges that, you know, in the past have done two, 300 people in a location doing the challenges, members and non-members, because of the intentionality behind the promotion of what we're doing. But here's the caveat. If your product sucks, you might get away with promoting like we're talking about one or two times. But if the deliverable of the product is not where it needs to be, eventually you just burn the goodwill on your marketplace and then nothing's going to work for you. Don't listen to what we're doing and think about all the ways it doesn't work for you. Because that's unfortunately what most people's default setting is. Oh, I can't do those ads. I can't do that offer. I can't do that deliverable. Well, hey, that's your job to hear what we're saying and to dissect it and then apply it to your model. You always have to be that optimist, right, for your clients, but we can sometimes turn on that pessimistic side as business owners. Welcome to the Fitness Empire Podcast, where we show gym owners how to dominate their competition and build a massively profitable fitness business. Dustin and Matt collectively own 12 gyms and have a combined 30 years of experience in the fitness industry. They're here to help gym owners create an empire of impact and income. All right, all right, let's do this. Hello, everybody, fellow gym owners and, uh, you know, loyal listeners of the Fitness Empire podcast. We definitely appreciate it. And I wanted to say thank you because I was actually looking at our reviews and we've been getting a bunch of reviews of people saying how much value they're getting from our episodes. So that is the encouragement that gives me and Matt fuel in our fire and wind in our sails to keep doing this show. So if you guys are loving it, please go and give us a five-star review. Give us feedback. Tell us what you implemented, maybe what your favorite episode's been or what you've implemented into your business that's created real change. We like hearing these things. So selfishly for us, kind of pump up our egos, but also we like to hear what topics are being well-received and and which ones we notice like, hey, didn't get a whole lot of love. And so I want to start off today's episode with that. But today we're going to be deep diving into what we're doing to grow our businesses during what I call the Super Bowl of fitness, and that is the fall season. And so I know most people that are outside looking in would say it's the new year because that's when you see the news and the general media but I think that what keeps people from going maybe to the gym at that time of the year is it's still cold. And so that's kind of a big excuse. And they're saying, no, I don't want to. And and then when it's warm and their kids are back to school, there are less excuses. So I think that's why most gyms, if they're honest and they go look at their numbers, they see more growth in the fall. So we're going to be talking about that. Like, what are we doing at our businesses? We have similar models, but sometimes even a little bit of slight differences. And we want to just share with it so you guys can decide on your offer and you can have a home run. You don't miss out on the biggest time of the year for you to grow your business. And so that is what we're going to be talking about. Um, so I'll just say this and then uh, Matt will get started. But essentially there's cycles in in in, in fitness uh, as a business, right? We all probably know that some areas see a little dip during the summer. We definitely probably see it collectively during the holidays, but even there's small mini dips that you catch on to. And I think entrepreneurs are really good at catching on to them. And I don't know if you're seeing this in your business, Matt, but I know I'm seeing it in mine and a lot of other gym owners. Some gym owners are going through a mini dip right now here, the final end of August, because this is when moms are focused on their kids going to school. So they're school shopping or getting in their routine of getting their kids back to school. So they're just not in a buying mode 
for fitness. They're not thinking of themselves. They're very selfless. They're thinking about their kids. And so they just kind of need breather. They need space to focus on that. They can't take on too many changes at once. And so sometimes the end of August, I, I've noticed a little mini dip. It's not, you know, super painful, but it exists. But then there's this giant spike. And that's what we want to get you guys excited for. Do you ever see that in yours, Matt? Yeah. So that right now for us, this is a dead period for general weight loss offers. So if you're doing a general weight loss offer to the typical demographic, you're going to see that your lead costs go up dramatically two to three times what it what it normally would cost, especially if you're trying to do some type of opt-in for a general weight loss offer that you're going to follow up with them and try to get them on the phone and, and sell them into it. We're not seeing a drop off in older demographic for, for semi-private because those people don't have uh, school age kids. So th their life isn't uh, in chaos. So typically during a this time of the year, if you're just doing a general weight loss offer, you're much better off going into doing some type of opt-in uh, that is a general awareness type of ad to get some opt-ins, but not trying to sell people uh, necessarily directly, right? Unless you just want to spend a ton of money uh, on a general weight loss offer and then go, why isn't anybody buying? It's because they are not interested. It could be a grand slam best offer you've ever offered in your entire life, but they are not looking. They don't care. Their life is just in survival when the kids are going back to school. So really the, the two weeks before kids go back to school and then the one to two weeks after the kids go back to school, that is a dead period for trying to do any type of a direct marketing sales for a general weight loss offer. And knowing that, that should dictate what you do. But the good news is it is a temporary dip. And I like to do that anytime during the year that I know is going to be impossible to sell a general weight loss offer. You need to strategically lead to maybe that's more of I'm going to spend more of my ad budget on opt-ins that then bring awareness to the program that I'm going to launch next. Uh, a good example of that was if you're going to run a challenge or a little black dress, which Dustin's going to talk about in a second, like a good thing that you could do is do like a massive giveaway that then gets people on your email list that you get to hype up and tease what you're about to do. And then when you do launch sales, you're going to see a dramatic increase in those sales. But obviously people will be interested in winning something or a giveaway or some type of valuable resource that they think could benefit them in the future, they will take action on that, but they will not take action on buy my shit right now and let me help you lose weight right now. <laughs> not not going to work. So good news is Super Bowl is coming, but you need to be prepared. You need to be ready to go. And I have found over the last decade, a lot of people start thinking about their offer way too late, which is why we want to get this out in front of you right now so that you are prepared, you are ready to go, and you can take advantage of what's about to come. But guys, as we go over this with you, the big thing I want to just start with is mindset. Like, don't listen to what we're doing and think about all the ways it doesn't work for you. Because that's unfortunately what most people's default setting is. Oh, I can't do those ads. I can't do that offer. I can't do that deliverable. Well, hey, that's your job to hear what we're saying and to dissect it and then apply it to your model. And let's face it, your clients do the same thing when they say, oh, I'd love to sign up, but your PM times don't work for me. You'd say, well, we have AM times, Mrs. Jones. What about these? Or they say, hey, I saw your food list and I don't like fish and eggs. And you're like, but there's turkey and there's chicken on there too. Like, So you always have to be that optimist, right? For your clients, 
but we can sometimes turn on that pessimistic side as business owners. So I'm here to say, don't do that. I'm just putting out that warning, red flag. Don't catch yourself thinking like that. Everything is going to work if you have that mindset and you see how it can apply to your model. So me and Matt, we're going to go over three main areas with you guys, and we're going to just kind of back and forth here. Um, what is our offer? And again, hopefully you can use it to help strengthen yours. What are we doing to market so we can get more leads and also internally to our members? And then how are we going to sell it? What is the sales process? And so that is what we're going to kind of share with you guys and just pull back the curtain so you know how we plan to win the Super Bowl fitness and we want you to win a championship too. So I'll kick things off. I'll go with my offer first. It's no secret. I'm a big fan of the Little Black Dress Challenge. And essentially we've done it eight. This will be my eighth LBD. And so essentially we've always done it as a six week challenge. This is the first year we're extending it to eight weeks. And it's just because we want to get people even better results. And this is the one challenge me and my team have found. It's actually easy to keep everybody hyped up. And maybe it's that party. Everyone's looking to it at the end and they're all thinking about it. But if you guys have never heard about it, basically the promise is you will help them lose one to two dress sizes in the period of the challenge. And then they get to rock that little black dress that's always been in the back of their closet or the one they've been looking at at the mall. And they get to wear it at that party and celebrate. And it's a huge ladies night out bash. There's a DJ food award ceremony, you know, uh, photo booth. You know, we got the 360 one last year where you guys stand on the pedestal and it spins around you. Like that's what people are going for is memories. And I say, this is the easiest sell in fitness because you don't, there's none of the, my marketing as anybody lifting a dumbbell or doing a push up. It's people in dresses partying. There's gold glitter falling from the sky. There's drinks, there's food. I'm selling them a party but your way to the party is through a bunch of workouts. And so the tagline we're using this year is, um, you know, essentially like I started the, with this thought, like everybody in life deserves a standing ovation. We tend to think that only does it is belong for athletes that win championships or the actors that win the Academy Award or the music artist that gets the Grammy. But in my opinion, everybody should feel what it's like to have a standing ovation. So the tagline to the LBD is giving a standing ovation to the ladies who take care of everyone else. Now it's their turn. And that's what we want to be putting in front of them because we will be giving them one at the LBD. And so essentially, um, that's the, the tagline and the offer. What are we going to be actually giving them in terms of deliverables? Well, I'll just give you guys literally my entire value stack. Uh, first, we, we kind of like branding bootcamp to be more like fitness classes because that's kind of what people would reference it anyway. So, you know, we, we, we just kind of see that that is a very easy way to articulate what they're getting. So we say, Hey, unlimited fitness classes, but they are more cardio leaning. Um, and we do what's called a blended challenge where they also get small group, you know, training, small group PT, and that's their strength workouts. And they can buy different levels of the program and depend if they want to get one time a week, two time a week, or three time a week. Um, you know, based on the pricing. So if they wanted um, one time a week, small group and unlimited, you know, fitness classes, it's $3.99. They want two times a week, it's $5.99. And they want three times a week, it's $6.99. And those are good price points, especially when you figure it is eight weeks. So um, those are going to be really easy to convert them over into, you know, what we want them to have on the other side, which is a small group membership. So in terms of things they're going to get, we are going to do a group orientation. We're going to do a telegram uh, accountability chat. So that's where we coach them off of the floor, but we also have community because it's a group message. And so we're going to build out 
four mini challenges within that Telegram chat. So the first one will be that they have to do protein at every meal. The second will be that they got to walk seven to 10,000 steps a day. The third is a protein shake a day. And the fourth is doing 10 to 20 push-ups in addition to their three workouts a week, filming themselves and putting it in Telegram. And so those are ways to keep them, them, the challengers engaged. Every two weeks, there's like a mini challenge happening in the Telegram chat. And that way they don't get bored that it's eight weeks of, you know, send us your photos of your meals. That would probably burn them out, right? So we got that. We got accountability to them uh, being working out three times a week. We will run reports. We'll hold them accountable to that. We're going to be doing weigh-ins uh, every two weeks, enough time for them to see measurable change. And then uh, we're also going to do eight weekly coaching calls on Zoom, or probably about 6 p.m. on a Wednesday or Thursday, but we're going to have a teaching topic ready to go. And, you know, if you guys don't have any like teaching topics uh, built into your business, then, you know, like you're kind of depending on social media to educate your client. Right. And you don't want that. So essentially, like just to give you a quick rundown of our teaching topics, we got week one, the only way to lose weight, which is basically calorie deficit. Week two is dining out success plan. Week three is the four environments that affect your weight. Week four is how to make habits stick. Week five is shop to drop pounds, uh, showing them just basically how to navigate the grocery store, read labels, things like that. Week, set, week six is how to satisfy your sweet tooth. Week seven is the best and worst alcohol for weight loss. And then week eight is the mindset needed for long-term success, which obviously is to stay with us. So essentially, they're going to be getting those, uh, those weekly coaching calls via Zoom as well. And then essentially the final thing that, you know, we're going to be holding them accountable to is that the telegram challenge. So we have to engage and just catch who is hitting their steps, who is hitting their protein meal. Cause it's very easy to just see all these messages come in and think you're doing a good job. Your job is to catch who didn't and reach out to them and hold them accountable. So that that's where the accountability comes in is, you know, again, the three workouts a week, the weigh-ins every two weeks, and then the telegram chat. Um, and then finally, we're we're redoing a lot of guides we had. We're going to do a new high protein snack guide, a new travel guide in case they're traveling and they need to work out, and then a new recipe guide. And also, this price point includes their party fee as well. So it's like we try to just make this a mind blowing offer. And so we believe that it won't be very hard to get fifty members and fifty non members to enroll in this program. And so it's like. Can most of you guys who are listening to this handle 100 plus challengers? Um, you know, again, it comes down to the preparation and how how much time your team has devoted to your business. If they have part time with you and they're part time somewhere else, probably going to be hard. So that's why, again, I like to give the caveat: you don't have to do exactly what I'm doing or what Matt's going to share in a sec. You can take all the ideas I gave you and just say we have the ability to do two of these. We can't do eight because I don't have. All the coaches that Dustin's team have, they're not all full-time like Dustin's team. So we're going to take these two and we're going to add this and make our challenge experience better. So that is my main offer to the public, to non-members. The final thing I'll just share is what is our member offer. So our members who are on our like boot camp program, those like fitness classes, they can join for just the nutrition accountability. Let's say they don't want the small group. We want to be kind of mindful of that. So for $25 a week, basically $200, they can get all the nutrition resources and accountability, and they can go into like 
like almost you could call it like a boot camp plus type of program. And then for three ninety nine, they can add one day of small group on top of their unlimited fitness classes. Four ninety nines two times, five ninety nines three times. And so for just eight weeks, they are upgrading from being a boot camp member to small group to see if we can get them to convert. And and again, it, it tends to be a winning strategy. A lot of times, those are easier sales than finding people cold. Is just upgrading um, our members. And then the final thing, you know, the third tier would be, how would a small group member uh, join this? They're already at the top of our price point. Well, we still charge them, but essentially they add frequency. So if they're on a two time a week plan, they go to three. And if they're on a one time a week, they go to two, it's $20 a week. And so they uh, jump into the LBD by increasing frequency. So that's all three layers of my offer. Just kind of like sharing it with you guys is like cold traffic, cold people, non-members, bootcamp members upgrading their service and small group members upgrading their service. It's a lot of offers, but we strategized it where they all have like their sales week that they kind of get their, their light in the sun to really focus on, you know, who's in guys, we need a decision in this time frame, And then we go on to the next one. So that is what we're planning to sell. Matt, I'll kick it to you, man. What is your offer for the fall? Well, I'm not going to go into as much detail as <laughs> what, what Dustin just went into, um, but we, we're going to have two offers, which honestly, like having two offers is, is not typically advisable, but we're segmenting who we're going after. So we have a large group bootcamp fitness class offer, whatever you want to call it, whatever you call it into your gym. Typically for us, that's going to be clients that are 45 and below. Yes, you can argue with me and say, well, we have some clients that are 50 plus, um, but large majority, like, you know, I would say 50 and below is your ideal demographic for a large group offer. So for us, we're going to be targeting 45 and below and offering our uh, ultimate transformation challenge, which is our signature program using our proprietary nutrition system. So we're going to be running that program. It is going to be eight weeks. It starts September 18th. And the reason why we chose September 18th is typically with Labor Day coming, no one's ready to commit to the week of Labor Day. No one wants to get started uh, during that week. And then we typically need an orientation week to get everybody prepared and ready to go. So the week before September 18th is when we start hosting our orientations and kind of last calls to to get everybody in. So that gives a good... We'll start our marketing the week before Labor Day, knowing that the ads really aren't going to be all that effective, but it also takes three or four days for your ads to warm up. So like you don't want to start your ads on the day that you hope that you optimize sales. You want to be able to have the the ads running and being able to be more optimized because obviously it's got to do some learning and all the other crap that it needs to do. So you want to have that all taking place also when you upload ads, Facebook isn't always like, oh yeah, let me run those weight loss ads for you. There, There's going to be pushback. Or if you have multiple locations, some ads will run, no problems. And then some like, no, you can't run the exact same freaking ad that you're running in a different location and you got to change something or you got to fight it or you got to do... So whenever you want your ads to like actually be optimized and running, give yourself three or four days before that uh, yep. and start that like... Obviously, you can scale your budget. Like, don't start with a massive budget. Start with a lower budget, and then you know, uh, increase that when you want the stuff to to actually be kicking off and going. So, we're going to be running an eight week transformation challenge. The reason why eight weeks kind of the same reason for Dustin right now. Everybody and their brother kind of runs a, a gym launch. 
type of ad and they all look the, the, the same and it's all like six weeks. So having eight weeks, one differentiates it a little bit. The naming convention differentiates it a little bit, but also eight weeks allows you to get better results. So you're going to have better before and after transformations. And then it's going to end pretty much a couple weeks before Thanksgiving. You don't want ideal world. You don't, you have it end before Thanksgiving because no one wants to be on a challenge during, during that time frame. Right. So you got to put yourself in the, the perspective, whoever you're trying to market to like, Hey, when, when will they be willing to commit? And then obviously too, when do they want to be in shape by? They want to be in shape by the holidays. So when, when do they want to commit? And then they want to be in shape for the holidays. So that's, that's our boot camp offer, so to speak. And then we have our semi-private offer, which is completely different, which is more of an evergreen offer that we've been running. It's working. Each location's booking anywhere from eight to 15 starting point sessions a week with this offer. But all offers don't work forever, right? So with that, all we're going to be doing going into the fall is starting to tweak the language and who we're going after. So that offer is we have a 40 plus offer, we have a 50 plus offer, and then we have a 60 plus offer. And the reason we do that is because at those age demographics, they all have different desires, they all have different problems, and they have all have different fears depending on where they're falling in those age demographics. So we get to hyper target the messaging to them. But now inside of that, we're going to segment down into what we're hearing on the phones. So part of our process is we have a discovery call with those people because we're trying to sell them a $499 to $699 six-week program that they get started with. So when we talk to them, we hear different issues, different problems, but we hear common themes. So the way we work with our team is I'm like, hey, if you're hearing common themes, like you're hearing it all the time, I need to know because I want to create a marketing angle around those common themes. So one of the common things lately is I need to take back control of my life, whether that's somebody that has had an injury, uh, coming back from an injury. Maybe they had, you know, even we've had a few clients lately that have had cancer, but maybe they've had some mental health. Maybe they've had some things that have happened inside of their life, right? Like the majority of people will at some point and they're ready to take back control of their life. So we're creating a whole series on take back control of your life where we have a bunch of videos of clients that are saying, you know, I need to take back control of my life or transform, help me take back control of my life. So now the videos are going to align with, with the messaging and we're creating whole campaigns around what people are saying. Oh yeah. Now I can't promise you it's going to, it's going to work because I haven't done it yet, but I'm willing to test, but I know marketing. And I know that if I can put out marketing that meets the internal dialogue that people are having on a daily basis, it's going to be effective. And then it's not competing with general weight loss ads like everybody else. The entire mark, like a big reason why a lot of people's marketing is ineffective is because they're doing a general weight loss ad. And guess what? Every other gym on planet earth is also doing at the same time, a general weight loss ad to the exact same demographic. So with our six week, um, our semi-private, Every time I walk down and I look at a semi-private session, I see people 45 plus. So for me to spend money on people that are under 45, one, the large majority of them can't afford it, right? But then again, I can't be hyper-specific with, with my targeting. So we have two different offers. And then obviously with Facebook, we can target 
hey, 45 and below, 45 plus are getting these offers. So unless they're in that age demographic, they're not getting the offers. So we're not confusing the marketplace either by seeing multiple different offers. So that's what we are doing. We're we're going all in on what's already working for a semi-private. And then obviously we're going in with our bread and butter um, Hallmark program that always freaking crushes it this time of the year. Love it. So good. You, hopefully you guys hear lots of intention around offer building because it's like if you do the right work on that, like everything gets easier. It's like the big domino. Your marketing works better. Your sales are easier. Your fulfillment actually delivers what was promised. So really take some time. And again, I like those questions you're asking your team. What are common things, common words? Because like when you can articulate it in the way that the customers say, not in how you would say it, because you're probably not your customer, not, neither is your team. You don't want to ask their language. Um, you know, perfect. Love this coach. Not going to throw him under the bus, but like we had a workshop and, and I said, Hey man, every month we do a member, you know, kind of teaching topic. What do you want to teach on? And he's like, I've been really thinking about it. And I think I'm going to go with, um, you know, how to progress your, your hit workouts. And so I, I just paused him and I was like, dude, no one walks into a gym with that problem stated that way in their mind. I know what you're trying to achieve, you know, achieve through that topic. But like they hear that and that's just trainer talk. That's mumbo jumbo jumbo. And I was like, if I put that on an ad, I'd get zero opt-ins, you know, join our 28 day challenge. We're trying to, you know, help you progress your hit workouts. And so that's the thing to be mindful of is like words matter. Be mindful of your language, be mindful of the words you put out in your offer and your marketing, even the title of it, like all those things matter. Um, I even challenged some people who put a, you know, like back to school in the title because I'm like, that's not a problem like that. That's just an event that's going on. I tell people like, hey, like your title should speak to me. What am I going to be getting in, in you know, uh, in, as a result? And so, um, you know, those when we put like spring into fitness, like how many people walked into the gym saying it's springtime. So now I'm ready to spring into my fitness. Like listen to the way they say it and put that in your titles, your offers, everything. All right. So let's go marketing like, hey, guys. What, what are we doing to get, you know, leads, me and Matt, and then, you know, even marketing it to our members. So the way that I'm kind of laying out my eight week challenge is three phases. One being a giveaway, kind of in this dip, just giving away free challenges. We're literally going to have people opt in and, and we're going to give away five people a free challenge spot. And so enter to win and you'll get a, you know, a free, you know, kind of challenge. And then and what's weird, I don't know if you guys have ever done this and seen a giveaway that not work but we've given people the challenge and then they don't step forward and claim it. I don't know why, if they think it's a scam, if they don't think it's real, it's too good to be true. But there's so many times I try to give away free crap and then the people who win never get back to us. So I just prep my team always like, hey guys, this is what's gonna happen. Don't be surprised. So actual giveaway, really free, no hook. Um, and that's to grow our list. And we wanna grow by hundreds of leads, contacts in our database. Then we open up early bird registration. And so it's going to be a hundred dollars jump when we go to full pricing, but early bird for two weeks, they can get early bird pricing on the eight week LBD. When it goes to full price, they are literally paying a hundred dollars more as the pain of procrastination. Like there's no extra bonuses. There's no extra nothing. It's just, this is what you get for waiting. So, uh, essentially that is, uh, you know, what we're going to be doing to get new leads. Um, then of course we'll be working our database full of prospects. We'll be, we'll be reinviting our members back to us who have left us past members, and then we'll be upselling our current members. And so essentially the way that we want to, you know, attack our marketing from 
many, many angles is just going a lot more cross-platform. In the past, I've been very reliant on just Facebook and Instagram. We are going to take some content and repurpose it on TikTok. Uh, even YouTube shorts have been shown to have really promising views. And then uh, essentially what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing convo starters. This is a hack I showed Matt in our mentorship, but I'll share with you guys. Go into local groups where your 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 community's hanging out and they're selling things and they're talking about what's going on in the community and advertise in there because usually if it's a sale group, a for sale group, they're encouraging and allowing sales. So it's okay. So if this guy's selling a boat and this guy's selling his landscaping service and then you come in, you promote your challenge, it's all fair game. And so I've cleaned up tons of sales in these groups and I try to put it on gym owners radars because I'm like, it's free. It just takes the effort to join these groups and to go in there and post and boom, you'll get tons of sales. So I call them convo starters because sometimes I'll put a hard like graphic or pitch and a link to buy, but sometimes I'll come in there with a stimulating question that gets a lot of comments and then that's good because I keep getting bumped back to the top of the group. When the group is engaged and there's a lot of posts, you eventually start getting pushed down and that hurts if nobody's commenting. So I, I'll say something like, what's the most painful part about weight loss? And naturally they'll go click my profile and see the gym and they'll kind of do some digging. But I just want to be the guy that's creating conversation in the community about health and fitness, you know. Um, what's your favorite healthy place to eat here locally and, you know, enter your city name and just get people commenting, you know, this place is the best. I love this place of salad. And like, you want to be known as the authority and authorities create conversations. And, you know, you see that with a lot of influencers, they just ask questions just to get people to engage. And it just, it helps their social media be more powerful and it helps you to be seen by more people. So go in Facebook groups, engage, do convo starters and hard pitches. So those are a few ways we're going to be marketing it. Uh, Matt, I know again, you got some cool ideas about affiliates and getting people to, you know, kind of be your uh, walking billboards, your members. So I'll let you dive into your marketing stuff next. Hey guys, it's Dustin Bogle with The Fitness Empire and we want to connect with you on social media. So Matt and I are asking you to either friend us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram and we'll follow you back. But you want to search our name, Dustin Bogle or Matt Wilbur, and here's what we want to do for you. We want to help you with your biggest pain point in your business. So send us a DM, tell us what that big pain point or struggle is, and we'll share with you whatever we've done when it comes to that pain point in our own business. All right. So again, go on Facebook, Instagram, search Dustin Vogel, Matt Wilbur, connect and let us help you grow your business. Well, I think a lot of marketing depends on what your selling mechanism, right? So obviously you'll get into how you're selling your, your challenge because like Dustin goes, I'm doing a hybrid and, you know, we're charging three different price points and you can get three different things. You can't sell that on a funnel or buy here now like that, that, that that's not possible. So part of hearing this is what are we trying to do? Like, obviously, Dustin's trying to potentially start a conversation that leads into a sales conversation. Right. So for <laughs> for any of you that, you know, for me, for our large group offer, everything that we're selling from a click. Um, but then the price point has to to match what it is. The offer has to match us trying to sell from, from a click. So we're selling our large group training for $35 registration and $35 a week to do our large group challenge, right? Obviously for our uh, semi-private offer where we're charging $4.99 to $6.99 
meeting you for the first time, that's a completely different sales process. That is not a sales page or any of that stuff, right? There's a three-step process that we take people through before we ask them to pay us that level of, of money. But let's talk about how to maximize your challenge. So part of what you need to think about is, hey, we have this Grand Slam offer. How do we amplify it? So Dustin has his little black dress. I have my challenge going on. How can you amplify that? And a lot of people don't think about how do I, they think, oh, I just need to, to sell this. It's like, how do I get an army of affiliates, an army of people promoting my stuff, which then means I have to spend less money, send uh, Zuckerberg less money, right? And, and that's the goal or it decreases how much does it cost to get an ad because you have other people promoting or get a lead because you have other people promoting it. So one of the things to think about is your clients are your affiliates, plain and simple. So the first thing that I want to talk about is how do you get as many members as possible doing your, your challenge? Because the cool part about members doing that, that's pure profit to your business, minus if you're going to pay your team money to run the challenge. And then they're also going to be more engaged. Those people that pay Dustin more money, I guarantee you are also going to stay around a lot longer as clients because now they're engaged. And the more you pay, the more you pay attention, the more you invest, the less likely you are to leave, right? So it is a retention strategy. These types of challenges are retention strategies for your current members. The clients that do your challenges over and over and over again are probably getting the best results they're probably going to be the most engaged and have the best relationships with your your coaches and feeling a part of the community. They're going to continue to stay, pay, and refer. So you want to get them on board. So one of the things that you need to do is you need to make them hyper aware that you have a challenge going on or you have a little black dress program going on. A lot of us think we send one email blast and then everybody knows. Half your members didn't yes. even open your freaking email. Like they don't care. So depending on when that email came, on top of their priority list, it might have been their 10th priority of the the things that are important to them in their life. So what we've always done is we've put flyers in the locations. We've put flyers in the bathrooms. We put flyers on the doors. So when you walk in, like you are seeing them, we have on the mic announcements like, hey, th there's a challenge going on. Here's the benefits of doing it. If we have a referral type of thing going on, we let them know what that referral looks like. But if you do want your members to be advocates and and really become affiliates for your program there's got to be something in it for them and, and then you have to give them resources and make it easy for them to promote what you want them to do so some of the easiest things to do is, is obviously hey if you refer anyone your challenge is free or if you refer every referral you get x like we've done supplements we've done money we've done uh reduced payments on their their challenge so every person that you bring in as one weekly payment off your challenge. And then if you refer, you know, three people or four people, then your entire challenge is free. I have found that if you can get a benefit for every referral and then have a, like a peak type of thing that people are going after, because if it's only the peak thing that, that gets you a reward, then you're most likely not going to participate, right? Because it's too far away. But if you can have at least Hey, every time you take an action and it, you know, generates somebody getting on the challenge, you get something. That's awesome. And then obviously have something that's kind of like a peak thing that your 10 percenters or 20 percenters are going to actually go after and try to 
to achieve. So that's what we do to, to get people to promote. And the other thing that we do is we create a scenario where they can share whatever promotion that we're doing. And if they share that, then they'll be entered to win a free month of boot camp or a gift card of some nature. And then we remind them like, hey, just reminder, if you share this post, you're going to be entered to win a blah, 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 blah. Back in the day, we'd get like 100 to 200 shares on some of our posts from our clients all over. I feel like people are less likely to share now than they used to be. Yeah. But again, creating those opportunities of making it really easy for them to do something to promote your business, but there is something in it for them. But you got to prompt them. You got to make it easy. Don't be like, hey, go to our business page and share share X, Y, and Z. It's like, no, hey, share this post. And you give them the link to share this post. And when you share this post, you're going to be entered to win a, a free month in it. It, it really helps us grow our mission and, and, and help people get healthy and fit. And it's really appreciated, right? So you're recognizing people for doing the things that you want them to do. Like if you want to go next level, you could literally post and you say, hey, thank you to these 50 people for for sharing your post. We really appreciate you helping us get the, get the, get the message out. Or some things I've done in the past is create an enemy like, hey, uh, Facebook's not letting us uh, promote our channel and apparently they don't like us getting people healthy and fit. We need your help. Right. And, and for that help, you're going to get a, like every, like you're going to be entered to win a free month. Da, 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 right. So you create this enemy, right. All great missions. Yeah. A lot of them have an enemy. Either they have this like great purpose or they have an enemy, right? Like, and everyone knows that Facebook's an easy enemy. Uh, so there's ways to get people to promote the things that you do. You can make it lighthearted, um, but that's how you create member affiliates. But now people that sign up, like instantly plant that seed with them. Just say, hey, this is how you can actually double your results on our program. We found that people that do our challenge with their friends and family get way better results because you're much more likely to come. You're going to be more accountable. You're going to have a lot more fun doing it with your friends. And every person that you refer, you're going to also get a week of payments taken off of your challenge. And here's how, like every person you refer, just let them know that you, you sent them our way, right? And I would remind them like at least one or two times throughout, like, hey, don't forget if you got any friends or family that you think could benefit from losing X amount of weight, uh, you know, everybody you refer, you're going to get this, right? So you can't, rem you can't hit them over the head and be obnoxious and piss them off because they don't, their job isn't to grow your business, right? Your job is to grow your business, but do it in a nice way, friendly way where it benefits them. And it's just kind of more of a casual reminders of what's happening, but they need the prompt. If we think about behavior change, we need motivation, ability, and a prompt. So most people are going to be zero motivated to help you grow your business. So we need to make it easy and we need to give them a prompt. That's that's the key, right? But plant that seed from day one and make sure that there is an incentive. If there is no incentive, there is zero motivation, right? So just keep that in mind when you're looking at doing those things. And that is how you will maximize your promotions. But I would look at every promotion that way. And then the other thing to add to your promotion, which Dustin is doing, which is really smart, is you want to create scenarios of scarcity and urgency for people to move. So his different layers create opportunities to drive scarcity and urgency. So if every two weeks he can be like, 
hey, we got two days left for X, Y, and Z. And then we got one day left. And now we got five hours left. Like now there's moments of scarcity and urgency, but you can't have scarcity and urgency for four weeks of promotion. You will just burn people out, right? So creating moments of scarcity and urgency. So for clients, if you're like, they can sign up the day before your challenge, they'll sign up the day before the challenge. But if you're like, hey, these two weeks, you get early bird pricing. Then after that, the price is going up. Guess what? In those two weeks period, as it gets closer, now you can hammer them hard. And then you're like, hey, price goes up. No one's buying when the price goes up. So lay off your your marketing. Leave them the fuck alone, right? Leave them alone. But then guess what? In a, a week or two, uh, the, the challenge is going to close down and you can't join the challenge, which then means for those two or three days, again, you get to hammer hard again with that messaging and, and the majority of your sales are going to happen in those scarcity and urgency periods. So how many scarcity and urgency periods can you build into your marketing campaign for your clients? Like even the, hey, last day to promote our, our offer, right? Last day to get into to the raffle. So if you haven't gone and shared it yet, go here and share it because today's the last day to promote it. You're going to see a dramatic increase. Um, sales, like, hey, last day to get this price. After that, the price goes up. We warned you. We don't want to charge you more than we have to, right? But, you know, ultimately, we want to get you on board as early as possible so that we can give you the deliverables and you're set up for success, which is why we're having this incentive, right? Hit them hard, hit them hard, hit them hard, leave them alone. Hit them hard, hit them hard, leave them alone. So how many scarcity urgency moments can you create in your marketing campaigns for your affiliates, for people to to buy your program. And when you do that, you're going to find that what you do is far more effective. Yeah. And another one you could throw in on small group is legitimately small group does have scarcity. There is a limited amount of spots and we give members first rights to buy small group. Then we say, we're going to tell them that we're going to the public. You guys better scoop them up. And they usually do. Usually we're actually kind of mad. We're like, dang it, you guys didn't leave a lot of spots for us to sell to the to the public. But one thing we use to make it visual, we have uh, photos of all of our coaches like on a wall and we'll get a little sold out sign. And like, we'll, this coach is sold out, this coach is sold out. They literally have no more spots. And when you see every three days, another sticker is being put up on a coach, you're like, holy crap, I better grab some small group spots because they're selling out because they... That we, I call it the curse of knowledge. There's things we know that we assume other people know. So we operate from the curse of knowledge and I'll even catch the team. Sometimes they're like, they'll be following up with a lead. They're like, Hey, so I was great talking with you about our LG and our SG options. I'm like, they don't know what large group and small group is like, this just, it doesn't indicate the type of training. I just indicates a group, a number of people in a room, you know, like that doesn't indicate value at all. Like don't, don't use that curse of knowledge. So essentially with us, um, we might assume because every team meeting we're getting updates and we're like, oh, cool, this coach is sold out. We sold this many. We see it behind the scenes as people operating the business. The clients don't know what's sold out. So you have to translate that, but obviously in a fun way. Like, and so we put sold out on all the coaches' faces and that made them, you know, move quicker. So yeah, I the last thing I want to, uh, that, that's, that's freaking awesome because it's like, hey, it, like you're showing, you're, you're saying this is going to happen and then it happens. Yes. Right. Like that, that's super powerful. But the, the three things I want you to think about when you're running your, your campaigns for your upcoming, if you're running a challenge of, of this thing or promoting is you need a campaign for, for your affiliates 
you need a campaign to sell to your clients and you need a campaign to sell to non-clients. So when I'm talking about a campaign, like what's the what's the email communication? What's the text communication? What's the social media that you're going to put out? Like what's the ads that you're going to run? Like you as an owner, for me, for the next two weeks, besides we have Domination Workshop uh, a week from now, um, like next week, we're filming a ton of stuff. Like we're filming videos, uh, VSLs. We're filming the the ads. I'm writing all the ad copy. Like all that stuff is getting created right now. The sales pages are there, right? Like the email copy. It's not a happenstance of why we get a lot of people in. It's because we put intentional effort into these things, but whatever you want to do, you got to think about it as its own separate campaigns that you are creating and then go, how could I optimize this? And this is actually a good exercise you can do with your team as well as go, Hey, we want clients to promote X, Y, and Z. How could we, how could we get them on board? And then when your team helps you with the idea, they're much more likely to get behind it and not see it as a bunch of, of extra work. But I'm telling you right now, the gyms that there's a reason why I've had four seven-figure bootcamp gyms. It's because of this intentionality um, and putting the work into there. There's reasons why we have challenges that, you know, in the past have done two, 300 people in a location doing the challenges, members and non-members, because of the intentionality behind the promotion of what we're doing. But here's the caveat. If your product sucks, you might get away with promoting like we're talking about one or two times. But if the deliverable of the product is not where it needs to be, eventually you just burn the goodwill on your marketplace and then nothing's going to work for you. So ensure that your product is also world-class and that you actually deliver on what you're promising or else you're just going to be screaming and shouting at a bunch of people and they're not going to be paying attention because you didn't deliver what you said. So we're going to move into our third and final phase, and that is the sales process. Like how exactly we're going to move these people we're marketing to into a sale. And so we'll kind of just keep it non-member focused. You guys don't I need a whole lot of help on selling your members, but essentially what is the process? How are you going to move them? This is something I'm going to be talking about at Domination Workshop, which is to me, the sale is the beginning of the coaching relationship. And so a lot of times when you are putting kind of like some firmness in place, you're starting the relationship with the right way. If they can haggle, if they can cut your price, you're ready to putting them in the leader role. They lead the relationship now because they told you when they're going to start. Oh, you do orientation Saturday? No, I want to start tomorrow. Can I start tomorrow? Okay. All right. So now they just run my business where, you know, it's $199. Oh, I can't sing that. All right. $99. I'll give you a discount. They're in the leadership role. So you give them power, you give them control. You brought in a headache client that's now going to tell you how to run your business from the beginning. And so that's why to me, the sales is such a critical component because it is the start of the coaching relationship. You see their mindset problems. You see a lot of things come into play. And so the way we're doing it is first discovery call. I've always just been a phone guy. I like talking to people on the phone and I've just taught my team, this is the ultimate way to sell fitness. It can be in person too. The The friction point is getting someone to drive there. They get caught in traffic. So there's good and bads to both. But I think that those are the two highest converting forms of sales. You know, like Matt said, like they have great reputation. They can send an email, text blast. People will just buy their stuff. But, you know, if you are selling something a little bit more expensive, concerns need to be addressed. Fears need to be addressed. Mindset challenges need to be addressed. And you need a human talking to them one-to-one. Whether it's I think you're also 
can build the value of what you're providing in a way Absolutely. that you can't yep. anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So again, our process will be first discovery call and kind of be the puppeteer. Listen to their budget, listen to their schedule, listen to their needs and place them accordingly. And so, um, you know, if they only line up with our group, you know, fitness classes and they're on a tight budget, the, the salesperson ethically needs to sell them that small or uh, that, that bootcamp only option. But if they hear they're looking for strength, they're not chasing weight loss. They had hired a personal trainer before. I am going to ethically sell them a two time a week small group program. And so if we look at sales as problem solving, like I'm, I'm kind of like this call center. People are coming to me with problems and I'm kind of like the dispatcher for the police, right? Like, oh, you need an ambulance? Let me dispatch it. If you need the police? Let me dispatch it. I need to put you in the program that solves your problem. That's ethical sales, right? And so our job is to listen and ask a flurry of discovery questions to tell me where's the pain, where's the hurt. And then my job is to give you the right medicine to help with that hurt. And I'm trying to take into consideration everything. And sometimes you got to see the long-term vision. Like, yes, do I want everybody in small group now? Yes. But then I know I'm going to turn away, um, you know, people who are budget constrained. And I went through a period of that. And so we decided like, hey, if we can get a a short-term win of like, they're in boot camp and now we're impacting them positively. And then maybe down the road, they join as a member challenge. They join the LBD or other member challenge. We do the eight week summer shred. We get them in a member challenge and now we upsold them. Maybe their time to get there was six months where a direct, you know, come in, meet with them, sell them. And we got them on day one. To me, it's both a win is just having that short-term process and that long-term process built in. So for us, we are going to, you know, apply people but first, we're obviously, like I said earlier, our members are going to take all the small group spots. Then what's left, we have to sell to the public and give them, you know, uh, small group spots. And then our goal is literally to get 100% capacity. We want every spot taken, everything's full and have nice full small group sessions. And then at that point, we have to turn that funnel off and we're just pushing people into, you know, the large group sessions at that point. Um, so that's kind of how our sales process is going to go from a non-member standpoint. We are going to be spending a lot. Uh, we're tripling our ad budget to to flood this thing with the right amount of leads. And um, the final thing, like you said, Matt, uh, affiliates, we we call it in you know gym reinforcements and at my gyms, the trial duplication system. And so essentially, it's just every time I make a sale, I ask for somebody to sign up with them. And it's very similar pitch to what you said. Like, hey, you're going to have a friendly face because let's put ourselves in their shoes. They're walking into a room full of strangers. That's anxiety inducing. So at least if my sister's going with me, my husband, my work friend, a friendly face is in there. So win number one. Win number two, we can probably be accountability partners. Maybe we can get together meal prep on Sundays. We can plan to go to 8 a.m. session. And so we, we there's times we address like, what if your accountability partner bails on you? Like what if they quit? Sometimes the other person will quit. And so we always want to anchor into them. We're your ultimate accountability partner. We're there for you. If friends bail, a husband bails, like, because that can be also a, a backfires. If they get too used to going together and too used to doing it, then they can be a double cancel, which is a bad, a bad thing. Right. So, um, we say, Hey, do you got a friend that wants to do this with you? You got a fam- familiar face. You're holding each other accountable. You're working out together. You're meal prepping together. Essentially it's, they're going to be more successful together. Um, and, our job when you're selling them is to paint that pitch uh, question as clearly as possible so they can exactly pinpoint it down to a name. If you say, do you know anybody else who wants to join this challenge? That's a very broad stroke. Mentally, it's hard to pinpoint that person. So I like to give a lot of texture to it. I like to say, 
who's that friend that owns that fitness gadget that you just never see them using and it, you know, they hang their towels on it to dry. Who's that friend with a, a bunch of diet books? Who's that friend's always complaining about their weight and they can never get it to go away? Who's that friend that you'd really like them to see have a winning solution now? And now I'm buying them time and I'm giving them, I'm giving them more ammo to think about. And now I ask for the name, right? Who is it? And they're like, that I know that person you just described. That's my cousin Maria. I she needs to do this challenge with me. And so if I can give it lots of texture, I get a better return on my ask. But if I kind of just broad stroke it, it tends to be really a poor result in terms of a referral. So right now, as a company with GR, our take rate's about three out of 10, 30% that people will give a referral. But um, you know, what it comes down to is it's a system you're asking every time because people will say, Oh shoot, I forgot because we get so excited about the win. We got the sale, we got the challenge. Like, don't be greedy, don't ask for more. But like, if it's gonna be a win for the customer and for the business, then it is your duty to ask because they're gonna stick with it with that buddy and then you're gonna get another member without ad spend. You gotta do it. And it's just building it in as a systematic thing. It's happening every time. That's been the, the difficult part for people to remember. And then second, adding in that texture. And then third, like you brought up, Matt, like put in a, what's in it for them. If I do go, do all this effort and I put you on a three-way text, I'm working for you now, but what am I getting? It's like, we're going to knock a weekly payment off. We're going to give you a free t-shirt, whatever you want to give them, but like make it so that it's just so easy to say yes to you because you clearly thought through all the details. You made this very easy for me. We even gotten to the point where we literally arm them with a text. Like, you know, you got an iPhone. Okay. Let me text you a script and you don't have to think about what to say. You can literally just replace where it says name with your friend's name and send that. And can you do that three-way text right now? Like, boom. So. Those are, those are the ways that we're going to do a sale and we're going to do a, you know, referral or, you know, an affiliate, you know, kind of sign up, uh, during the sales process. Um, Matt, what, what are you going to be doing? Something similar, any differences? So our six week semi-profit offer is a high end offer. We're selling either $4.99 or $6.99 for semi-private sight unseen. This is the first time we've ever met you, which it kind of isn't. It kind of isn't. It's kind of like, um, there's a guy named Jason Capital and, and he used to teach people how to, he, te he taught people how to get laid on the first date. And uh, the, way that, the way that you get laid on the first date is you try to create multiple dates uh, in, in one night. So what you do is you take, you meet at the bar, then you go somewhere for dinner, and then you go somewhere else, and then you go back home. And guess what? You went on three dates. Um, with, with trying to sell a, a higher end item, you kind of want to do that as well. So people opt in. Uh, we have a lead follow-up system that then books a discovery call. And then on the discovery call, we get to know that person, make sure that they're going to be a good fit for a program. They come in, we meet with them one-on-one. -on -one, and really that's kind of the third date because it's the third time we've had a conversation with that person before we ask them for money. And then we sell them a, a higher-end program. To Dustin's point, it's ethical. We're just selling them what they need, right? So if they don't need everything that we offer, then we'll we'll put them directly into membership and, and they pay less uh, on the front end. And ethical sales are just providing people the solution to their problem. And the more solutions you can have to people's problems, the the more you can you can charge. Right. And and that's really what we're doing. And and I think a lot of the times you may hear this episode and go, Oh my God, you guys are talking a lot about marketing. You're talking a lot about sales. I didn't get into this business to do this then I would argue you actually don't give a shit about people because to Dustin's point, the coaching starts when they buy something. 
If you say, I want to impact 500 people in my community, but I'm not willing to market hard and I'm not willing to sell and I'm not willing to make, you know, feel uncomfortable, then you actually don't care about people. We have a duty and an obligation to market and sell because that is the only time we get to help people. If you know that you can help people and that people are in pain and people are suffering and you have the solution to that and you're quiet and you're mute and you don't want to market and you don't want to promote and you don't want to sell, then I would argue that you're a selfish human being and you shouldn't be in this industry. I know that's harsh, but that is just the fact. You have to learn how to market and sell if you truly want to change people's lives. There's a reason why my team has helped over 300 clients lose 50 pounds or more. It's because we decided to go all in on marketing, selling, and producing, and like providing an amazing result for people. Right? That that's it. So if you have the if you have the thing that can help people, start getting out your marketing and your sales hand. That's really like if you really want to start scaling your business, marketing and the selling is not a once in a while. It's not like Hey, we marketed hard and then we slow down and then, oh my God, we need more people because we have all these cancellations and now let's figure out how to market. It's it's a year-round effort. It needs to be a year-round system of promoting and selling, promoting and selling, promoting and selling, promoting and selling. That is how you create a thriving gym business. Obviously, on the other side of it, having great product and retaining clients, you don't have to promote and sell as hard or you can take less people but you're still always going to be promoting and selling because I don't care what your product is. I don't give a shit what your guru says. If you do these things, you you won't lose a customer. Bullcrap. Like you're going to have at least a two to three percent attrition no matter what what you do. People move. Things happen. People get sick. People get injured. People fall down and crack a hip. Like stuff happens and they're going to eventually need to be uh, replaced. Right. So, or things are really, really, really good. And we think things are going to be really, really good all the time. So we slow down, we back down Um, and things shift and things change. Just get into the idea of, I need to have a marketing calendar year round. I need to set it up around, Hey, when, when will people commit? When do people want to be, be in shape by, and then what is the right, uh, I hate using the word tactic. What is the right tactic to promote it? Right. And always focusing on that. I, I spend every single week, 25 to 50% of my energy on marketing and, and marketing only. Well, marketing and sales, but that's, that's where I spend a majority of my energy. And that's why our stuff fills up. And I'll tell you right now, when I get lazy with the marketing, it gets less effective. Right. And I hurt my business because I'm getting lazy and I don't want to put in the effort into it, but you get out what you put in. If your marketing is not working, I'd be asking you right now, what are you putting into it? How much energy are you putting into it? Are you optimizing it? Are you doing everything that you can? And the longer you're in this industry, the less effort you want to put in naturally, right? But then your business is going to suffer. And that's just the cold, hard truth. So that's how we sell our stuff. I mean, from how do we create the offer to how do we market it to how do we go about selling it? But Hopefully the number one thing you got out of it was the mindset behind it because that's the separator. The mindset is the separator between people that have a six-figure business 
a multiple six-figure business, and then a seven-figure business. You will not find a seven-figure business owner, at least I haven't met one, maybe Dustin, you have, that does not put a ton of energy and time into marketing and promoting and selling their products. Just haven't seen it yet. Uh, Dustin was just at a, a mastermind retreat with eight-figure uh, business owners. And I guarantee you, a large majority of the time was talking about how do they market, promote, structure their team, right. all that stuff so that they can scale and promote more shit. Like, and, that's and the, the right way eight figures is they did more double the marketing we do. They had four setters and four closers. Like, it's just our business on steroids. And so it was really encouraging for me to say, we're doing the right things. We just got to take it to the next level at scale, bigger, and you get a bigger outcome. You know, the last thing I want to talk about, like it is super relevant to this, but it's obviously a little bit of a different topic is you're willing to spend the money that you need to, to acquire the customers that you want. I've said this before, and there's a lot of people that like, I want to get a hundred challengers. Uh, and then it's like, well, what's your budget? Well, I want to spend $20 a day. Well, your limit is whatever $20 a day will buy you. If it takes $25 to acquire a customer and you're only willing to spend $20 a day, then every two days you will acquire a customer, right? So I, you better be promoting for, what is that? Uh, about 200 freaking days in order to to acquire those 100 customers then, right? So a lot of people don't understand their metrics and understand the money that they're generating either on the front end or, or on the back end, right? So if you want a hundred customers in a certain time period, you need to go, okay, how much does it cost to acquire that customer? And then you need to, to divide and that should create your daily budget, not the other way around. But if I can put, you know, ultimately if I put a dollar in and I get $5 back, you should be willing to put that in over and over and over and over and over again. So how much does it acquire a customer? And then when I acquire that person, how much do I get back in the next 30 days? Because that's really like, when I think of cash conversion cycle, how much money do I get back in the next 30 days? So if I put a dollar in and I get $5 back in the next 30 days, right? Like I'm getting like a five times return on my money in a 30 day cycle. You should keep putting money into that machine because now think about that doesn't even include the back end of that person and then converting and then becoming members. Just think of it in that 30-day cycle of if I put a dollar in, how much do I get out in the next 30 days? So if you're running a, let's call it a four-week challenge, you get a registration fee and then you get four weekly payments, right? How much am I getting in that time period? And like theoretically, you could spend that much money to acquire that customer and do it you know, profitably, or at least be able to break even on that. And if you want, you can be like, well, I have ad cost, I have team costs, and I have this cost. Okay, then factor that out. And then that's how much you should be willing to acquire a customer. And then now you're going to be like, oh my God, I need to like triple, quadruple, 10x my budget in order to, to hit my goal. But if you know that, hey, I'm doing this profitably, then you'll have the confidence to do it. And I like, think from my understanding, that's, that's it. between ROAS and CAC. So ROAS for you guys, R-O-A-S, return on ad spend is directly just like my marketing dollars in and my, you know, return on money out. My CAC, C-A-C, cost to acquire a customer is 
you can factor in your your payroll for your follow-up person you can factor in you know uh, any type of software you need to, to text them like you can put more expenses in there and it's gonna you know give you that that cost to acquire a customer um from my understanding that's the difference between the two um, yeah if you really want to go hey am i doing this you know profitably because sometimes you'll only look at the the ROAS where it's like doesn't account for like okay it actually cost me hard money to now service this person so whatever it costs you to service that person like for a challenge i pay for progress reports right so that person isn't worth 35 and 35 registration 35 dollars a week but you might also have hard costs for that program maybe you have program guides and different things that cost you say 20 dollars i would actually want to factor that out so take the 20 dollar uh, program guide out, take the, whatever you're paying your, your coaches during that time, right? That person actually cost me that much money to service. And I would probably take that out of that 30 days. And then I'd be willing to spend up to that much money because I'm not losing any money by, by spending that, right? I'm breaking even on that. Obviously, if you're like, Hey, I want to be profitable on, on that, then you could create an, an upper limit. But once you know what you're willing to pay to acquire a customer, then however many people you want, let's say it's a hundred, d- divide by that, and that that really needs to be, you know, ultimately actually not by times that. Let's say it's I'm willing to pay seventy five, and I want a hundred challengers. Like you got to be willing to pay that much money, right? Like that's just uh, it may sound like oh my god, that's so much money to 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 be spending. But again, if you want to hit your goal, that's what you have to to be willing to do, right? So, like, in that, like, if it costs you seventy five dollars to do that, and you want a hundred challenge, like, you got to be willing to spend seventy five hundred dollars on your marketing. Um, there, there's no there's there's no going back on that, right? Like, but obviously, if your marketing's better, maybe it's twenty dollars. So, if you get it down to twenty dollars to acquire a customer, then you only got to spend. 2000 but you still got to be willing to spend 2000 bucks and if your marketing time period is let's call it 14 days right so 2000 divided by 14 you got to be willing to spend 142 dollars a day in that 14 14 day period but if you're only spending 20 and you think you're getting 100 you're living in delusionville and that is a big mistake that I see is you make a set budget on what I'm willing to spend. You can't do that. Like you can try to go, you know what? Like we're going to work our butt off to try to acquire a customer for $40. $40. Awesome. So $40, right? So go into to $140. I need to spend I need to be prepared to spend $4,000 over the next 14 days in order to reach my goal. And then you go, how do I get that down? Guess what? Start recruiting your affiliates. Start doing that stuff. Get them promoting your stuff. Now, how much it costs to acquire a customer is going to go down dramatically. And now instead of spending 4000 maybe you only got to spend 2000 Right? But you're going to get it back. You got to realize that you're getting it back in the next 30 days. And then you have a back end. So like, that's how you win in this business is being, know your numbers and be willing to spend the money, yes. which most don't know their numbers and most aren't willing to spend the money, which is why they fail or don't have the business they could. Uh, I'm going to wrap up here with uh, something pretty exciting. Matt and I have been working on something in the background. And so if you know, you're hearing this podcast, 
um, at the time that we released it, then you're probably going to be seeing a lot of posts about a new program we're rolling out, which is an upgrade to an existing program. So if you guys have been following us for any time, you know that we've had the Fitness Empire Mentorship. We are officially evolving it into the Fitness Empire Mastermind. And it's because of things like this. We want to educate owners to a deeper level on business, deeper than anybody's doing, and help you to know your numbers and have a really firm, confident grip on your metrics so you can make intelligent decisions and feel like you're not flying by the seat of your pants. And so I'm not going to go into all the details that's included, but I will tell you to go to fitnessempiremastermind.com and read up on it. That's where you can see everything. But me and Matt basically packed this thing out with everything you need to make your gym successful and to actually build a million dollar gym. And if you already have one gym or you know you have multiple gyms, then there's going to be something in there for multi-location owners too. And so it's not just built for a single location, single owner. We want to help those guys too, but we also want to help multi-location owners because me and Matt are both multi-location owners. So we definitely know that world as well. And so uh, this this thing's pretty stacked, guys. That's all I'm going to say on it. I'll let Matt you know, throw in any other tidbits, but fitnessempiremastermind.com is where you're going to see it. So that's my little teaser for you guys. Matt, anything you want to yeah, say? The, the big difference between this and, and what I would say most masterminds offer is most masterminds sell you on on growth, right? Like, how do I get more leads through the door? How do I, you know, increase my sales and all that stuff? So, yes, we will teach you that stuff and we'll give you all our done for you resources on how to do that. You know, one of the benefits is we have what's called our winner's vault. So when something works really well for us or one of the members of the group, we're going to put it in a vault and provide you all the resources. So then you can just go and pick a winner and, and apply it into your business. But that's where most masterminds end and that's where ours begins is really now focusing on the scale side of things. So we want to help you double your profit per hour. So when you do work in your business, how do you make those hours as profitable as humanly possible, but also have the ability to scale yourself out of your business, right? So the business isn't reliant on you to be successful. Right now, I have five locations selling people right now. I think we have three starting point sessions going on right now in multiple different locations. I'm not there and they're being sold and they're being serviced and they're being taken care of and they're being provided a great experience. I've scaled myself out of my business. My business is not reliant on my energy and my effort outside of the marketing side of things and then providing the leadership that it needs and the energy that it needs and the vision that it needs, right? Like you're not going to scale yourself out, out of that and then really start talking about some really cool stuff. So when you've been in the industry for a while, where do you want to take your business, right? And really start building wealth inside of your business and, and building a legacy for your family. So you're making this money, you're making this income, but then what do you do with it? We cover a lot of that stuff in there too, where no other masterminds are talking about that because they're so busy talking to, hey, how do you generate leads? Because that's the sexy thing that that people want. So we basically begin where most masterminds end, which is now starting to talk about how do you actually scale your business? Because that is a totally different conversation that we need to be having and totally different problems and totally different issues and different things that you will be battling. You'll be battling different things with your team. You'll be battling different things with your clients. You'll be battling different things internally in your mindset as you go through those transitions. And we're going to guide you through that. So it's it's really the mastermind that 
we we've always wanted and and always hoped for it just doesn't exist because every mastermind is a growth mastermind where this is a scale mastermind in it we're gonna and we wanted to be able to create something at an affordable price point but that still allowed us to give you everything that you could possibly need not hold things back because the price point is too low we're literally giving you everything that you need to to grow your business um, and then obviously you get access to like access to us that no one else has access to. Uh, so obviously if you like us as your coach, uh, as your mentors, uh, the access to us and the access to our things and the access to our team is only going to be increased because we were like, hey, if we're going to do it, let's just give them everything that they need uh, to be successful. Because if not, I'm not going to sleep as good uh, and sleep is important to me. So we're really looking forward to this and honestly we're pouring all our time and all our energy into this to make this something that it's the best investment you've ever made love it so guys again go to fitnessempiremastermind.com check it out if it looks like it's what you're looking for the mentorship the the guidance the resources everything you need to take your business into the next level that's what we wanted to build for you so if it looks like what you're looking for and you qualify hint hint there are going to be certain qualifications um, then we would want to invite you in to get on board now. Um, so with that, we'll let you guys get out of here and uh, we'll see you in the mastermind. Bye guys. Hey guys, Dustin Bogle here. And I wanted to invite you to my free group for gym owners. It's called Fitness Sales Made Simple because I want to show you how to convert more of your leads into sales, how to get more people to say yes to taking that leap of faith to join your program and to get healthy, fit, and more confident, all right? And so I'm gonna share my best sales strategies, but you gotta join the group to see what it's all about. And in fact, the minute you join, I'm gonna give you a free gift, and that is a PDF called Five Ways to Get More Sales in Your Gym. So join the group, I'll tag you on the PDF, and enjoy the free content. See you in the group.